Martha Stewart here. As a devoted pet parent and culinary expert, I ensure my cats and dogs are fed the finest nutrition. My premium pet food features air-dried protein inclusion, whole fruits and vegetables, and never any fillers. Martha Stewart pet food formulas make it so easy to satisfy the dietary needs and taste preferences of your pets. Now all six delicious formulas are 50% off. And there's convenient home delivery on Chewy.com. No more lugging heavy bags and your pets will thrive on the optimal nutrition and great taste. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The fan base is fascinating. And I get stopped in the street on the way here four times. Like, Kara, hey. Well, I can't believe Kara is a unique individual. She wears all black, black. or dark navy, <laughs> and she has her aviator dark glasses yes, on. Yes, I look like Johnny Cash on a bad day. Journalist Kara Swisher is the go-to person for reporting on technology. She's interviewed every heavy hitter in the industry and for a long time. Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk. She's not afraid to ask them the hard questions. New York Magazine has called her Silicon Valley's most feared and well-liked journalist. Kara began her professional career as an intern at the Washington Post and has gone on to report for many well-respected media outlets. Kara also created the seminal All Things D conference. And I love that conference so much, Kara Swisher. Uh, and I've attended and even spoke at Today, Kara Swisher has become a very successful podcast host and continues to be a force in the tech industry. I was leaving my office today, yeah. and a bunch of my designers were sitting there saying, oh, where are you going? And I said out loud, oh, I'm going to interview Kara Swisher. Uh -huh. And they all wanted me to tell you how they listen, their Thank commuters. You. Yeah. Since since uh, the pandemic, they have become commuters from, yeah. from up, uh, even up on, in Hudson, New York. Mm -hmm. But they listen to you religiously. To yeah, your it's a really interesting fan base. It is. Uh, you know, podcasting, as you know, since you're doing it, 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 more than anything I've ever done, whether it's reporting or these events, you know, they, they get you well-known enough or, or just, you know, basic beat reporting. But podcasting creates an emotional connection. It does. People. And they get to know your voice. And your family. It's and your, right. They you have to get to, to know who you are. Right. Exactly. And, uh, and we are at, I just want to make mention that we are at the Newsstand Studios in Rockefeller Center, right in the heart of Rockefeller Center. I love it here. In yeah, an this old is Newsstand studio. This is fantastic. Put the newspapers no, in I, here. This yeah, is, this is you have to be in here, but it feels like <laughs> history. Well, you've been called Silicon Valley's most powerful tech journalist. Mm -hmm. um, how do you feel about that? 
name? Uh, you know, I don't know how much powerful I have because the things I advocate for, like privacy and transparency and lack of, uh, you know, hugeness of these companies has not come to pass. They're all bigger than ever. They take more of our information and they keep going and have caused a lot of damage to society. So I think I've tried to hold back the flood, but it's sort of flooded into our lives and changed us. Addiction. Um, and now with AI, even more so. Oh, the AI, we're going to get to that. That's a big topic for me sure. too right now. So I have Hey Google in my kitchen. Yes, you have I, their device. I, yeah. I have the device and it's on my countertop and it's there. That's your first mistake. You're supposed to have to say Hey Google before, right, before it, it will answer you. Yeah. I didn't say Hey Google at all. I didn't mention Google. And it just started to talk to me. Oh, well. And I said, why are you talking to me? Uh-huh. Oh, I don't get exactly what you're asking. Right, right. And I said, well, you know, you're not supposed to talk to me. Do I have to turn you off now in my kitchen? Mm -hmm. Oh, please don't do that. Oh, wow. Okay, so it's having okay. a relationship with you. Like I, yeah, it's, or right. something. <laughs> it's trying to determine what you want. It wants to be your assistant, and it wants to be your assistant, a creepy assistant, like one of those movies. Um, <laughs> I just saw that one. Yeah, yeah. Of the little girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, that was so Megan, fun. Right? Megan, right? Megan, yes. right, exactly. So, the, you know, it wants, the idea, there's a lot of different concepts right now, especially with AI, but it eventually wants to be your assistant, your friend, your it wants helper. wants to be Hal, doesn't it? Yes, that's exactly we right. want to go way back to Hal again. This is 2001, A Space Odyssey, right. Martha's referring to. So, right. yeah, thing. so that's what it wants to do. So it's trying to anticipate what you want, what you ask for. And human beings have patterns, whether you realize it or not. You ask things at certain times of day, you go places. And for years, they've been following you with the cell phone. They already know what you, you know, you first were at the laptop. Yeah, well, first why? you had the laptop. You weren't moving. You're just going from website to website. Right. And that was fine because they couldn't really tell a lot except what you click on. Now you have the phone that tells you not and just. your iPad. Yes, exactly. Not just what you want, but where you're going, what you do next, who you call. And so it has more and more information on you as you move forward, depending on the service you so use. So it doesn't matter that I click on do not allow. Well, Yes and no. You know, I could show your iPhone where it's keeping your locations. It's mm -hmm. not sending them anywhere, but it's keeping them. So, and so that's the issue. Is now, can I, can I reference those myself or only Google can reference? Or in Apple? this case, Apple. It's in yeah, the Apple. Apple if, if yeah. it, it's usually turned on, but most people have to realize it's there and turned off. Now, Apple doesn't send it up to the cloud, so they don't, they don't make use of it. Uh, not yet. But it's there. So a government entity, if they could get into your phone, would know exactly where Martha Stewart went all day long and right. how much time you spent well, there. That's, the tax man does that. Yes, that's right. Yeah. He does that by your phone records, but also now by location finders. Sure, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's just a question of how much, you know, what, what's happened is, and I think you and I have talked about this for many years, is you become cheap dates to the internet people. You know, they make all the money off of your information. The, the U.S. government paid for the internet, but the people who are rich are not in the U.S. government. It's, it's these people right. who take advantage of it, and then they take advantage of you, you yourself and what you're doing, and you willingly give it up because you want a dating service or mapping or whatever you happen to use. You're giving valuable information to them so they can make money off of you. Well, in 2003, that seems like yesterday, mm -hmm. although or does it seem like a long time ago to you? Uh, you know, I just finished my memoir, so it seems like yesterday oh, now, yeah. but yeah. I've forgotten more about the internet than well, I remember. I remember and, you being oh, around. You and Walt Mossberg created mm -hmm. the most important digital conference. Mm -hmm. And I of all the conferences I've ever gone to, and mm -hmm. I've gone to a lot, that is the one I miss. Yeah. Because you not only had the most ex amazing speakers, mm -hmm. uh, you also could hobnob with people. That's and you right. also introduced a lot of new technology at that, mm -hmm. at that conference. Yeah. It was in California, in Southern California, south of Los Angeles, mm -hmm. at, a, at one of those big conference hotels. And mm -hmm. 
tech was just really shaping, shaping. It was. It was at the beginning. What was interesting is you sitting in the front row. You always sat in the front row. Whoever the owner of the (laughs) Wall Street Journal was, you sat in the front row of it and took notes, copious notes all the time. So it was a little bit disconcerting when I was doing interviews. Really? Yes, because it was like Martha Stewart's taking notes. But I was also, because I was trying to take some pictures too and trying to get the names right so that I could report on it on my my blog. I did, you know, I still do my blog Mm -hmm. every single day. Mm -hmm. But what were the most striking moments good and bad that you had during that conference? Well, let me give one of you. It was when you oh. pulled out of your bag, you had this big, one of these big expensive leather bags, and you pulled out all these cords. And you asked of Howard Stringer, if I remember, Surge why trend. you needed so many cords and why you needed These are chargers, ones. all chargers. the charging cords. Right, right, exactly. And you were upset because they were all different uh, Things. There wasn't a standardized cord, and still there is a problem. There still is no— There's, It's getting there, but yes. Not yet. Not yet. And so what was really interesting was that you did that at a time and asked— It was a very pertinent question, which was, why doesn't tech care about the consumer? Why do I have to carry all this stuff? Why is it a rat's nest? Why do I have to organize it? Now, I know you like to And organize. not only that, I was asking, why do we have to buy it? Buy that. So I think you asked a super pertinent question. I love that moment because— they had no answer. Everybody laughed. And and Sir Stringer, he got mad at me. And he's, you know, he said, because we want to make money. That's why that's we're correct. never going to change it. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that was the actual truth. Um, I think a couple of times, one was obviously the, the Bill Gates and Steve Jobs interview that we did, which I think is historical. Oh, historical. And, uh, historical, where they got together. They had never spent any time together on stage in a real interview. They were so arch competitors. They and- were. They were. And it was a very touching, because they were sort of like the Thomas Edison and Henry Ford of the industry, right? And so if you have an opportunity to get them, and Steve was in good shape at that time. He had been sick, but he had gotten better um, before he got sick again. In his black T-shirt. Yes, in his black T-shirt. And he, uh, he and Gates have such an important copacetic relationship that you don't realize how important these personalities were, depending on what they did. And I thought that was an amazing interview. I thought one that was horrifying was Travis Kalanick, who's head of Uber, um, only because he told the truth. I asked him, you know, are you ever going to make money? Because if you looked at the numbers at Uber, it was like no money made by anyone. So it was underwritten by venture capitalists and everyone else. And so he said, you know what? When we get the person out of the front seat, then we'll make money. So he sort of said what Silicon Valley was pretending it wasn't saying, which was, we'd like to get rid of human beings. We want the driverless car. We want the driverless car, and then we can make money and not caring about the implications. And I thought that was really instructive. And then, obviously, the Mark Zuckerberg interview where he sweat, where he he broke down in a a cold sweat. He really did. (laughs) He really did. shirt soaking wet. You were in that front row again. And so was Sheryl Sandberg, if you remember, just losing her mind. Yes. Oh. Yeah. His partner in crime. Yes. Well, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, so she was uh, upset, but he really got nervous. And it wasn't because we were asking questions about privacy. He was having a panic attack, I think. But I sat at lunch tables during that conference. Mm-hmm. I sat with the founders of YouTube. Yes, you did. And, Chad Hurley. Oh, my God. I had so Steve much fun Chad. with them. Yeah. And learning all about what they were doing, having no idea at the time how huge that was going to be. Yes, they were there early on. They we were. had a lot of, we had we had the Twitter people early on. We had a lot of people. I got very involved with the Twitter people. Yep. I loved those people. And yep. I, I actually liked Twitter from day one. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Facebook from day one. You did not, I remember. No, yeah. I just, and I still don't really use Facebook. Or my company does. Yeah, I use Instagram. It's a, it's a, yeah, I use Instagram much, much more. And now I'm getting involved with, with TikTok more for mm-hmm. the last year or so. And uh, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. People are getting good at it. They're These very creators good are at amazing. It. Oh my gosh! It's I so mean, amazing. I think about the writer strike right now, and I'm like, there's a million creators on TikTok showing how creative you can be for yeah. no money. Is that's a worrisome for they writers? Could, they could have had those. Well, but 
those writers could be doing it too. Maybe they are while they're yeah. trying to on the strike. They, they yeah. might be doing TikToks. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, it's really changed. You have adopted really well to. I like it, and even for uh, for uh, an old lady, yeah. you know, I'm you uh, I've been around for a long mm-hmm. time. I really want to know what the kids are doing. Right. I really want to know how I can reach the vast audience. You know, it was interesting because your original company. And I remember at the time, some people made fun of it. And I thought, no, this is exactly right. When you called it Omnimedia. Right. I got I, booed on the stage. You did. I, uh, you at did. TED, I got yeah. booed. And I was like taken aback because yeah. they didn't quite understand what I was talking about. You were talking about media everywhere, no matter yes. where people were. You know, whether it was where present. You ha- yeah. Your media has to be where the person is. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. Again, and podcasts. I mean, look at, look at the success of these Hundreds of thousands of podcasts. Yes, it's amazing. And you really and reach audiences. As different newspapers audiences. close, yep. as magazines shutter, as mm-hmm. as the printed word goes away, mm-hmm. podcasts are so engaging. They are. You know, I listen to a couple of news stations and then podcasts. Right. News stations. I, I don't listen to books on tape. I, mm-hmm. I'd much rather read a book. Do you right. listen to books on tape? I don't. I don't. I have four children, so no, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do anything but work, make podcasts, yes, and yeah. get them food. And get them food. Yes, that's what I do. <laughs> we met at actually a... Do you remember? You don't remember, do you? I'm trying to remember. CES. Oh, You okay. were at a party Bill Gates threw. Oh, yeah. That and was all so of us fun. were like, what is Martha Stewart doing here? Right. That was, we were a all homemaker. Like, what the heck is a homemaker? Well, it was interesting because it was, again, like I said, very few people were interested in it at the time. You were, as I said, one of them. Bob Iger was very curious. He called me very early when he was at ABC. And Barry Diller called me and said, this, I need to understand this. In the early, ni- maybe late 90s yeah. when I was covering it. Yeah, but that's what we, I was, uh, and I, I I became friends with with uh, Bill Gates. You did. And I went to his 50th birthday party, which mm-hmm. was such a blast. It was astonishing to watch what happened. Right. I was always super interested in people, especially from old media, that understood what was happening and were willing to embrace it rather than sticking to the bitter end to what they had. Because you had a very successful magazine oh, and publishing. It, when, and- when, when we closed our magazine, I didn't close it, Meredith mm-hmm. closed it, but we were at 2.3 million subscribers 12 million devoted readers, mm-hmm. and and that is not good enough to right. remain on the newsstands. That's correct. Because yeah. everyone's getting their information. Every one of my recipes is online. Mm-hmm. Every single article is online. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have that. Right, right. You don't have to have a cluttering your table, and yet there are those diehards that Certainly. really miss it. I miss it. Right. I miss it because I love to write. Right. And I love to take, have beautiful photographs and beautiful designed pages. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you have to find a new way to do everything. Well, though, you, what you did has a through line in a lot of ways. And I think a lot of the successful media people in the internet are genuine to themselves. We were just a second ago talking about Kim Kardashian or you, is you did communicate yourself very early in print. It yeah. was Martha's life. It's things you thought. You were very uh, genuine to yourself. And I think... Whether people liked you or not, it didn't matter. They knew who you were, and that's the most important part. So why did you step away from your conference with Walt yeah. after 20 years? Because 20 years seems like a good number, good don't you number. think? yeah. I, you know, I kept making it—it it was kind of like putting on—I mean, you've moved through a lot of different phases. I, I did it for 20 years. It was excellent for 20 years, and I didn't see that I could keep it up. It's like doing a Broadway show every year, and— I was because, a super Because success. there was not that much innovation going on in tech? No, because the last interview was Lorraine Powell Jobs, Tim Cook, and Johnny Ive. No, you know, and Fabulous. we had everybody there. And the year before, we had everybody there. I just felt like the genre was changing, and I had done—I kept hitting home runs, and I thought, I'm not going to hit a—I'm not—at some point, I'm not going to hit a home run. Yeah. If I can't, I won't. I also thought I wanted to think of new ways for gatherings that weren't in ballrooms, weren't— 
more formal. And everyone copied us. That's honest, the honest truth. Oh, everyone did. copied us yeah, like crazy did. and made fun of us when we started. Uh, and then, of course, copied everything we did. And so I just felt like I had interviewed every single person. And I thought there's other ways to reach them. And podcasting was one of the big reasons is that— yeah, Well, your podcasts are extraordinary. Not only your your regular podcast— mm-hmm. the, On with Kara Swisher. On with Kara Swisher. But then your succession podcast. Yes, do you like that? Oh, my God. <laughs> but those characters I know. are so horrible. I, I, I forced myself to watch the show. You did. You forced, forced yourself. I know I had you to, know all those people. I, I, I know every single one of I them. I know, in real life. In real life. Yeah. I know who they are. Not, not, we're not talking about the actors, listeners. No. We're talking about the, the characters on which that that is based. Mm-hmm. And they do exist. It's all very well written. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. That was interesting. And that's one of the reasons I'm much more independent than I used to be. I'd been affiliated with the journal at the Times for a short time. I'd worked, started at the Washington Post. But I kind of wanted to make what I wanted to make. And you sort of get this. Like, I don't want to yeah. ask anyone permission to what I want to make. And the succession one was an enormous hit because people, because we did a journalistic job about Most people don't know those people. No, that's right. And most people don't know that the families on which that that succession Mm -hmm. is based, uh, they they really exist. And Kara, of course, has covered all of them. Covered all of them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, the the Scandinavian, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's Elon. (laughs) Elon slash Daniel X. Oh, brother. Yeah, he was perfect. I he, talked to him oh, quite a bit about that. He character. was a wonderful actor. He did a good job. Yeah, he he, did. he very much distilled their ridiculous arrogance. Yeah, at so, an advanced so age. So you know that I was I dated Charles Simone. Yes, for I 15 remember. Years. You used to come to the conference That's with him. That's right. He yeah. he loved going to that conference. He wanted to go to space, and you thought, why are you doing he that? Did. He, he did. He went twice. That's right. That's right. And I went up. I went to Baikonur in Kazakhstan with him. He uh-huh. said, "This is a nerd." A uh, Hungarian nerd who then was forced out of Hungary and when he was a child, like 16 years old, mm-hmm. went to Denmark, learned Danish, mm-hmm. uh, accumulated Danish girlfriends. Then he came to work for Xerox. Then he met Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Xerox, I think, steered him right to, uh, right yeah, to Bill right. Gates. That's correct. And he wrote Excel and Word. Yeah. And somehow I got together with him for mm-hmm. for a long time. You were, but uh, but through him I met all these people. Yeah, that's right. And it was very interesting. I mean, I would I would dissect Word and get him so angry <laughs> because I found every glitch in Word. Why doesn't this? Mata, do this? what are you doing? Why does it? Why? Yeah. And, and he had all and and on his big boat he had <laughs> all the software engineers working for him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. creating more software. And I kept asking them, why can't you do this instead yeah. of that? I don't you would know, have been he, a great tech executive. I would have. I would have. Product. You would have been a good product some, some manager. Year, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But probably boring because those guys are so boring in real life. They are indeed. They they're are. coders. They're, yeah, coders. they're coders. They just type, type, type. It's yeah. like, you know. But brilliant, and they, they get it done. It's mm-hmm. so it's so crazy. Yeah. But I then fell in love with Elon Musk. Not mm-hmm. really. I mean, mm-hmm. virtually. And he... I mean, I loved the idea of Tesla. Mm-hmm. I mean, I drive a Tesla. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I've I owned it since the beginning. Mm-hmm. I don't like paying the $2,500 upgrades. Elon, if you're mm-hmm. listening, mm-hmm. these are the geniuses of today. Sure, yeah. You're one of them. Oh, I, I don't think I'm as genius No, but you're that. a genius in your In, your, in my own way. But, you know, and Elon's taken a turn that's a little strange. Well, so. I'm not happy about it because yeah. I did sell my Twitter at $54.75, Good whatever for you. that was. I, I waited. I, I, oh, did I... I've Good thought I fought it out, you know. Yeah. Like, should I sell? Should I not sell? No, but it he went had down. To pay. It went down to like thirty or twenty no, eight or something. He doesn't belong with Twitter. No, well, he needs it for his. It's sort of his id, right? And yes. so, you know, Tesla Elon is brilliant. SpaceX Elon is even more brilliant. More brilliant. Twitter Elon is a jackass, yeah, and that's I really agree. the problem. I agree. 
Martha Stewart here. As a devoted pet parent and culinary expert, I ensure my cats and dogs are fed the finest nutrition. My premium pet food features air-dried protein inclusion, whole fruits and vegetables, and never any fillers. Martha Stewart pet food formulas make it so easy to satisfy the dietary needs and taste preferences of your pets. Now all six delicious formulas are 50% off. And there's convenient home delivery on Chewy.com. No more lugging heavy bags and your pets will thrive on the optimal nutrition and great taste. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Who's your favorite oh, techie Jobs. guy? I think yes. Jobs. I really Mine too. Uh, because he, you know, everyone has this take on him that he was mean or he was difficult. You know, he wasn't. He had too much passion, I guess. that's It caused him uh, yeah. to be, everything was heart with him. And I think people are like, he's heartless. I'm like, no, no, he has too much heart. Losing that's, Apple in the first place he was did. He horrifying. Did. He also uh, had a civic sense of, of things. Now, he made lots of mistakes. Look, he parked in handicapped spots. That's the worst, <laughs> like, at this point, compared to everybody else. You know, he didn't tweet anti-Semitic things. He didn't tweet no. anti-homophobic stuff. He really did create and bring vision to things. And... That's been sorely lacking, like the idea. Who is the next Steve Jobs? It sort of was Elon, but now not so much. Well, maybe he'll come back. Uh, he has to. He has to because he's way too smart. Yeah. And all his ideas really could work. A lot of them. I mean, yeah. one of the problems is when you become this rich, and maybe you're, you've experienced this, when you become rich or famous, people surround you that are enablers, and they make you— and this happens to tech people all the time, and they get pulled in like Gates with Epstein, like all these people. And so you, your judgment gets—and actually succession, if you think about it, one of the things they did great and that really well in that show was that their, their, their environments got smaller and smaller and smaller. They went from car, expensive car, to expensive plane, to expensive apartment, but never talked to regular people. Right. And everyone around them worked for them. And so they're never going to be honest. And I think that's a lot what's happened to tech people in a lot of ways. And so, you know, when everyone's agreeing with you, you, unless you have a fall, like Steve did, like you did, you don't understand real life, right? You don't understand that. And yeah. so you live in a bubble that creates a real uh, problem for you. But you you extolled Elon's uh, talents early on I did. and for a long time, but now you're not on speaking terms. We're not terms. on speaking terms. What happened? 
Well, I don't really appreciate someone when Paul Pelosi gets attacked uh, to tweet something homophobic. I think this poor man got beaten up by a crazy person yeah. who'd been uh, in many this ways— This is Nancy Pelosi's, Pelosi's husband, husband, yes. Whom I know very well, um, to, to, to raise anti-gay tropes at that mm. time— uh, the anti-Semitic stuff is disturbing. The um, the the you think dunks. he was drunk or something doing that. I, I I would say so, but it's been about a hundred and three of them now, yeah. and so you're sort of like you are so much better than this. What are you doing? And so he I I actually tweeted something where I agreed with him. For some reason, he decided it was a disagreement, and because he's so thin-skinned, because so many people around him are being paid by him to tell him people are bad, he can't tolerate dissent, and that's the problem. Yeah. Nobody tells him what are you doing, and I think. When he was at his best, he listens to people saying, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Elon should see me as a friend of his, who's he a real should. friend, right? Rather than someone— yeah. He and should now, sit down with you and have lunch and well, talk about it. he can't now. He's surrounded. He's, hmm. There's a lot— You know, there's. Well, a, what about his new hire for Twitter ads? I like her very much. Good. You, have you, you know talked her? to her? I have talked to her. Yeah. I know her very well from NBC. I think she's very talented. I think she's going to have a hard time. Because she has to sell ads, and yeah, he's well, creating... already they had a fifty-nine percent well, decline in ads, even after she joined. Yes, that's correct. That's not a good. That's not and, a good and number. you know they just removed uh, all the safety people from it. You can't sell ads when you have child pornography no. on a site, right? No. I'm sorry, it doesn't go together. So she has goodwill of the industry, and I'm hoping that she will have some dulcet effect on him. Yeah. But I don't think so. He doesn't want to. He wants to know if it makes money, not that it's the right mm. thing to do. And so I think that's going. And he's losing so much money there; it's crazy. So and Jeff Jeff Bezos bought the Washington Post, your yes, old newspaper, he did, a long time ago. So yeah. what do you think about that? I think he's been a good owner. I think he's, you know, uh, I think he's been a very good owner. He just, there was just a change today with Patty Stonecipher taking over for Fred Ryan. I think that was much needed. There yeah. was a lot of discomfort with Fred at this point. Um, and it's a great institution. Uh, it just needs more investment and more innovation, I think. Uh, it had stopped being innovative. I wanted to get back to your two podcasts, mm -hmm. On with Tara Swisher and Pivot. Yes. Do you know there are two words in the vocabulary that I I absolutely abhor and do not let people say pivot, pivot, and rigor joke. and rigor. Rigor. Why don't you like rigor? I hate. I don't rigor. like the word moist, Martha. Oh, I don't like the word moist, moist either. Yeah, yeah. But, but I don't like the word ointment either. Ointment's bad too. Bad too. Yeah. Wet nurse is also bad. Wait. I have a, a whole list of them. <laughs> <laughs> I have should, a whole sentence. You should make a little list. I have a sentence. Make a list. Oh, you Excuse do. Excuse me, wet nurse. Please apply. The ointment to the moist penis. That's my least favorite. <laughs> the moist penis. <laughs> and don't pivot when you no, see pivot. what it looks pivot's like. Pivot's a joke. That, and we're making a joke based and on pivot. the idea. Okay. Yes, because everybody, the, everyone in tech, when they have a failure, which is hysterical. They, they pivot. We're, we're pivoting. Yes. We didn't mean to lose all this money, but now we're going to pivot to blank. Uh, I hate that excuse And sometimes so much. it works. Twitter pivoted from uh, a podcasting company to Twitter. Yeah. Now it's still a shitty business, but yeah. that's— uh, Slack was a game company, and it pivoted. That's great. That's a really good thing. Uh -huh. But most of the time, it's an excuse for failure. It's, oh, it's, just, it's crazy. So that's the joke. It's like we're not really—it's a joke <laughs> meant to pivot. But it's worked out rather well because I'm on with— the most offensive uh, white guy in America, which is Scott Galloway, which is right. good. You've worked across all media platforms. Um, how important is it to have complete ownership of the, your content? Completely. On Kara Swisher. So do you own it? Yes, I own on Kara Swisher. And then, and how do you access it, the, the listener? Um, well, we, I, have a, I have a partnership with Vox Media. There's very okay. few media companies that let you own your things. And Vox is the almost the only one. I, it was at the Times, but they just pay you a salary and then they own everything you do. And what got me going is all my, my code interviews and my all things digital interviews are owned by Rupert Murdoch. They lost them all. 
on they, oh, they did a changeover of I things. Can't believe. All my all my content is gone. I don't you know where sure? it is. It has to be somewhere. So it's somewhere, but I can't find it. It's not accessible because they did a changeover of their system. Because those interviews would be so valuable. That's correct. To everybody them, dreaming correct. of yeah. coming up with a new idea. So they didn't care for my creations, right? Mm. They didn't. It's like being a painter and you paint something beautiful and then some dumb rich owner owns it, right? Yeah. And puts puts his foot through We've it. We've kept the digital um of all our content. Right. I mean, it's been very, it's been kind of difficult because mm-hmm. uh, the platforms change and you have mm-hmm. to keep upgrading. Sure. And blah, blah, blah. But we have access to pretty, I think, that pretty you much own. everything. That you well, own. Martha Stewart Living owns it. Owns yes, it, so. right. And so one of the things that's important to me, which is the last thing I did, was to own it completely. Because Rupert Murdoch owns half my interviews. New York Times owns a whole bunch. And Vox owned a lot because I did my first podcast for them. Oh. And I thought, that's enough. I'm, ma- I'm sick of making—it's like being a chef for a rich person, right? So I'm now sick. you own your own. I own that's everything. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And and they rent it from you? S- essentially. Sort of license it from yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good. It's a reverse license. That's right. I like that. It's important. You, you were like one that. of the first to own your stuff. Oh, yes. And content— I think my strength was that I really believed in the future of good evergreen content. That's right, right. And so an interview with Steve Jobs is an evergreen is piece correct. of content that you have to find. That's right. Well, we put that, we made that, when he died, we went to Rupert Murdoch and said, can we make this free to the entire world? All his, we did six interviews, including yes. the one with Gates, and we put it on Apple for free to the entire world so that they They're don't there. have the copyright yes. anymore. Oh, and he good. agreed at the time because he was a big fan of Steve Jobs yeah. and was very sad at his death. And so what we did is we asked him to do it. And at the time, his greed escaped him for a second <laughs> and he allowed us to do it. So, Oh, my gosh. That piece of content is free. So um, is podcasting, is this the new frontier for, for knowledge? Some of it. Some yeah. of it. Yeah, I think, you know, there's all these new media companies opening every day. I'm very hard. Walt and I started a new media company way back in the, in the 2000s. I remember. And that was unusual. And now there's substacks. There's all kinds of ways for journalists to make money. Um, not all of them are going to succeed. There's too many of them. And yeah. it depends on if you're good and if you have a product, that pe- just like anything else. Do you have a product? And you've had this experience in Target or wherever you were selling your stuff. If the product Kmart. is Kmart, Kmart that's that right. Oh, right, one. right, Kmart. If you have a product that people want to buy, people will buy it. And that's what you have to do. Now, there's too many podcasts, but that doesn't mean a bunch of them aren't going to make money. It means some of them aren't, just like in media. And that's fine. That's totally fair, I think. So I, I, we've, been do- we've done great financially and as a business, but not everyone's going to. You know, the, the fan base is fascinating. And I get stopped in the street on the way here four times. It, like, Kara, hey. Well, I can't believe Kara is a unique individual. She wears all black, black. or dark navy, <laughs> and she has her aviator dark glasses yes, on. Yes, I look like you, Johnny Cash on a bad But you day. and Anna Winter are the only two women I know with, yeah. that are identified by your eyewear. Yes, that's right. Yes, and I do. And it used to be Sophia Loren. Oh, well, no. Loren, no we're not. Yeah. I, neither of us is quite up to her. <laughs> I, but nonetheless, um, I, I, it's really interesting because you have an intimate relationship. Podcasting is different. When I, for years— I was a very well-known tech reporter. And, you know, tech people would stop me. Oh, Kara, hi, how you doing? Let me tell you about this. What, what happened is when I started the podcast, the first one, which was called Recode Decode, I was in the subway in San Francisco and four African-American women, young women came up to me and said, Kara, we love you. Can we take a selfie? And I was like, this is not my demo. Like, it's usually right. a white guy, an uh-huh. older white guy, right? And they're like, can we talk? Oh, and we love this. And we didn't like this. And we liked this. We hated that guy. They were entrepreneurs. They were doing a makeup line for women of color. Oh. And they, they were entrepreneurs. They weren't tech entrepreneurs, but they were using tech like anybody else. And 
I was like, do you read Recode, Recode, the website? They're like, what's that? They only listen to the podcast. And I thought, oh, I see. They know me because they hear my voice. I'm in their head. Exactly. And it was a great way of developing relationships. And they look at your, your picture listening. and they, they put you together. I get stopped by, uh, one time in here in New York, I was, I was walking down the street. Uh, someone made a 360 turn. He jumps out of his giant car. He's an Uber <laughs> driver. Um, he's also a fireman from Queens, which is another demo that was not my demo, right? And he goes, Kara Swisher, I love you. I love when you kick Scott Galloway in the nuts. I love it. It's fantastic. I didn't know about AI, whatever. And I, I was like nervous. And he goes, can I have a selfie? And I said, sure. I, he goes, did I scare you? I said, yes. I thought I was in Taken from Liam Neeson. I thought that was the end of me. The Either the Saudis or Elon was decided it was time for Kara to leave the Boy. planet. And it was great. So that's the kind of thing. You get stopped all the it time. So, but. so who remains on your, on your to-do list? list? Yeah, your to-do list for the podcast. I'd like to interview Donald Trump. I'd like a shot at him. I certainly would like to ha- talk to Jeff Bezos again. I think he'd be. I've interviewed him yeah, a dozen times. Yeah, where is, you know he hasn't been visible. He hasn't. Sorry, you're married again. You got, yes, you were I got married, married. Then you got divorced, and then, then I got, got married. Yeah, younger, older. Uh, slightly younger, not uh-huh. too, not too much. I didn't go way down. So yeah, yeah you're young. just what? How old are you? I'm sixty. Sixty. Yeah. Oh gosh. That's, yeah. I, I knew Kara how many years ago? Like 30, 30, years. 30 years ago. I knew you were 30. That's true. Ah. You did. You, yeah, you had two, two, two college students. And two young kids. And two, two little kids. Yeah. How, how, yeah. How, how old are the babies? And the babies are three and a half and one and a half. Oh, and are they showing you new things? Completely. It's my first girl, too. And you have hmm. a daughter. Uh, and that's just amazing. I have three sons and a daughter. And so my older kids are great, too. They're just, and they're wonderful brothers. Are they and checky? No, no. One's a chef. Oh. One's a cook. Um, and the uh, the other will be a techie. Yes, he will be. Yes, he's interested in neuroscience and physics. So, well, yeah. that's very techie right yeah. now, too. Yeah, it's and my daughter said she's going to be a doctor and a mom. So oh, great. Yeah, she's already picked. And the baby can't talk yet. Baby does. Baby's going to break <laughs> things. That's what, he's going to destroy things. Construction oh, and oh. destruction. Martha Stewart here. As a devoted pet parent and culinary expert, I ensure my cats and dogs are fed the finest nutrition. My premium pet food features air-dried protein inclusion, whole fruits and vegetables, and never any fillers. Martha Stewart pet food formulas make it so easy to satisfy the dietary needs and taste preferences of your pets. Now all six delicious formulas are 50% off. And there's convenient home delivery on Chewy.com. No more lugging heavy bags and your pets will thrive on the optimal nutrition and great taste. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's plaguing tech now? What are the, besides Washington? And uh, they, it, Washington isn't plaguing them. Washington's not done any regulation. Washington well, talks about doing Yeah, but things. they're, they're. I mean, all this stuff with TikTok. What do you think of that? I think it's bright, shiny. I just interviewed Jen Easterly, who runs CISA, which is the agency dealing with cybersecurity attacks on on everything from elections to the electrical grid. And I think TikTok's a shiny object. I think the real issues are China really upgrading itself around AI, around autonomous cars, around the government funding a lot of things, uh, going around the world and collecting precious minerals you need for all the, for batteries and for phones. Um, and I owning, think everyone owning mines, own, owning mines everywhere. everywhere. Uranium. I, 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 I just oh, went yeah. to I just went to Madagascar. There are mines there being used by and, the Chinese. Yes, Greenland has so many minerals being being mined by Elon Musk and mm -hmm. Jeff Bezos, all for their space exploration That's as correct. well as their batteries. Well, they need that, but the batteries are essentially owned by China right now, yeah. essentially. I mean, 70%, some number wow. that's really high. So I think we spent a lot of time, I think it's, listen, I wrote a column four years ago in the New York Times saying, I love TikTok, best new product I've ever seen. It's going to be a huge hit. It's run by the Chinese Communist Party. Like, that's my worry. So I use it on a burner phone. People lost their minds when I wrote that. They're like, how dare you, anti-Chinese? I'm like, I'm anti-Chinese Communist Party. Yes, yes. I, will, I will cop to that. I'm not anti-Chinese. And so I think people, you know, the idea of propaganda surveillance is really problematic. So I think it's a, it's a worthy thing to think about, as, especially since we're not allowed to be in China. None of our tech companies are allowed to be there, but they're allowed to have... 150 million users in the U.S. Oh, yeah. All kinds of problems. And I've interviewed all the senators about this. It's very clear that they're, it, they're using it for propaganda and surveillance. But we have bigger issues of fish to fry, technical fish to fry like, with China. AI, around AI, autonomy, batteries, um, all kinds of innovation issues. And they, are, they want to become the dominant technological power. And we are. U.S. continues to be, especially in AI. Chips. Chips, obviously, yeah. we're going to start making a lot more here. We have but to. We have to. We and just send it all to China. We do because we're lazy yeah. and we don't figure it out correctly. And so one of the things that's important is to think about where the next generation of technology is going and what we have to do, excluding our government, which has sort of opted itself out and let, you know, space is now run by Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, essentially Elon mm -hmm. Musk. Yeah. Um, you know, AI is now run by the top tech companies. That shouldn't be the case. The government should be deeply involved in this stuff. Yeah, AI this is, 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 is probably, you consider that the most important yes. next step in tech. Well, it's been around forever, let's yeah, be oh, clear. Yes. Machine learning, neural networks, this is 40 years old. What's happened is there's been a quantum leap in its abilities, which they didn't think was coming for another decade, right? Some people did, some people didn't. And who spearheaded that leap? Chat GPT, which was funded by Elon, and also yeah. Sam Altman, who's right. the more principal person there, and a bunch of people, Reed Hoffman, a whole bunch of people you know. Um, and so it's, you know, right now it's being decided. All our critical things, again, are being decided by private companies and not elected officials. Even if you hate your elected officials, they're elected. And I so know, that's my but worry. do you know any elected yes, officials who could possibly yes, be involved? Well, listen, elected officials do the SEC. Elected officials do... 
regulators do the FCC, they do the FDA, they do not perfectly. Well, well many of the many of the um, elected officials in the news today are, mm-hmm. are really concerned with with their own is- TikToks. Yeah, yeah. With, with issues that shouldn't even be. No, trans people. Oh, oh, God, really? This is our biggest issue of our day? No, it's not. No. Um, and so I think one of the, there are, like Senator, I just interviewed Senator Warner, Senator Bennett, Senator Klobuchar, Ken Buck, who's, I agree on nothing with, but I think he's an excellent legislator. Oh, good. He's from Colorado. He's cons- very conservative, but very smart. He understands what's at stake. Um, there's bunches of them that do. There's bunches of them that do. And Lena Kahn, who runs the FTC, it's just a question of our government getting to— Europe is the one legislating everything now, not us. And we've never legislated this. So right. they need to enter the picture in AI. They're getting some big settlements from our tech guys. Some of them. Yeah. They're not that big. Uh, well, They're, I think it's pocket change to them. Well, we need a global initiative around AI. It's a global—I mean, it's pocket change to Microsoft and to yeah. Apple and to— but you we know. need a glo- like we should all agree. And the 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 people. One thing that's different from the AI people to the social media people is they're warning. They're saying this is dangerous. We need your guidance. They're mm-hmm. asking for guidance now. That could be a virtue signaling. That could be something they're doing just to like trick everybody. But they're saying it's problematic. And so, so an existential threat. That's what they call it, existential yeah. threat. If the people making it are calling it an existential threat on on par of pandemics and nuclear war. Maybe we should, our be, elected be officials attention, should be paying right? attention. Yeah. And sh- there should be global initiatives like on, like, no killer robots. Nobody gets to make killer robots. Let's all decide, just like with nuclear issues. N- everyone doesn't get to do it. Maybe we should decide the algorithms should be transparent so everyone can see them and the impact they have on people. Mm-hmm. Maybe everybody should see what you can't build. Like, you don't let anybody have stuff about building uh, another pandemic. Don't let any flag people, that kind of stuff. We can all yeah. agree on certain things. Yeah. So does there have to be a worldwide conference yes. on this? Yes, there needs is, a world. Is there, is there board. one planned? No, I've talked to uh, Secretary Blinken about it. I've I've tried to push. Maybe for that it. could be your next big conference. You think so? I should I should talk about that. Yeah, I, you know, it'd be interesting because some people think there should be an agency that that regulates the, a world agency, like a world like, or well, a like national, the, like agency. the United Nations. Yeah, or or a national. Well, agency. maybe maybe an agency within the United Nations. Well, but that's a problem. That's so problem. effective. I know. The United Nations. You know, no. no one can agree on lunch. Not, not there. anything, right? No, but you could have an organization just like look the. That could be your next, internet, your next big project. I, I could. I could. I like that. Yeah, I have a couple ideas, Martha. I have yeah. another one where I want to get. Um, this is my latest idea. I want to get Lorraine Powell Jobs, um, who, who has billions, all the money in the world. Of, uh, Melinda Gates, uh, Mackenzie Scott, who's the ex-wife these of are Jeff all, Bezos. These are all the ex-wives or f- former widows, wives, yeah. widows of of, Je- of Steve Jobs, of Jeff Bezos, Bill and Gates. of Bill Gates. And maybe Sheryl Sandberg. I don't know. Just get them all yeah, she together. Has a whole oh, and lot the Wojcikis, the Susan Wojcikis yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. And get them together in a, in a group of investors and philanthropists together, these women who have so much clout. They're all doing interesting things. Lorraine owns uh, the parts of the Atlantic. Uh, Mackenzie's been killing it in philanthropy, doing amazing yes. things. The Wojcikis are doing philanthropy. Obviously, Melinda Gates has Pivotal, which is an investor and also does philanthropy and through the Gates Foundation. Like, why not get them together on three topics? Like, all these power women. You could join it, Martha. Uh, I would love to join it. And, you know? But this is about this is about uh, AI. Yeah. Do, do that panel. Yes, exactly. And, and not just AI, them. but everything. Like, what if they got together and really used their money and power to influence, I don't know, Immigration, gun control, uh, AI, yeah. something like that. The world is flat. We have to admit it, and we have oh, to. Oh yeah, that's that book. Yeah, you know, all of that. I yeah, mean, it's so so hard to mm-hmm. to think about this every single day. Do you wake up 
fearful in the morning about what the news might have what might have happened the night no. before? No, you know it's interesting because I I, I, do. I I got into a beef with J D Vance who used to be intelligent. Uh, he used to be a tech. He was person. on a board. I was on. I know he was a tech person. Oh he, yeah. Now he's some something happened. Someone someone grabbed his brain and did something to it. And he was tweeting at me something obnoxious. And then he he wrote something. He goes, "Liberals don't believe in the future." And I tweeted back, and I shouldn't have done this, but I did. And I said, you know what? I have double the children you do, so I believe in the future twice as much as you do, obviously. You yeah. better get to it because mm -hmm. I'm kind of winning the children game. So if you have children, you have to believe in the future. Oh, you have to. And yeah. you have to embrace the future and help, and try to make it better. That's correct. I totally agree. Now, I wake up worried that something bad happened last night. I mean, well, Ukraine. Yeah. Um, I know somebody will call me if something bad happens. Somebody from Europe will call me and tell That's me. That's because the internet gives us constant, instant information all the time. This was happening before. We just didn't know it, yeah. right? And so it's created the society that's on a full twitch. Um, and then they had no guardrails. So they get to spew endless amounts of toxic waste in yeah. our face, some of which we don't know is true. And AI, it'll get a lot worse, I'll tell you that. How often do you use G, um, chat GPG? I use them all. I'm, I'm right now using um, Ty. It's by the guy who started DeepMind uh, and Reid Hoffman. It's going to be a personal assistant. It's going to know you and it's going to talk to other AIs. There's going to be dozens of AIs, Martha, yeah. and they'll negotiate with each other on your behalf. Mm -hmm. Your AI. So what are you using it for? I'm just trying it out to see how it works. It's in the early days. Do you do days. research? Uh, in this case, personal AI is different. It's going to be your assistant. Think okay. of it more as your assistant. So tell them to do something for you. I don't, I, you know, Scott uses a lot more than I do. I, I test it out. It's often wrong. It's often, like right now, Google has an experiment where it'll write your email for you. You write a couple sentences, then it'll improve it, and it never improves it. No. But it will. Ultimately, when it gets to your, it will. It gets your vocabulary. You remember the early internet, how it looked. Oh. Remember Yahoo? Yes. Remember that page? <laughs> that didn't look so good, right? Horrible. And it'll get better. And so... I think we have to figure out what the good parts of AI are, and there's tons of them with healthcare, with information, with ideas. My brother's an anesthesiologist, and he uses it to decide on cases. And, you know, he decides in the end, but it gives yeah. him 10 good ideas. One of my nephews uses it to write job descriptions. Right. Why not? Those are, yeah. and they tend to work okay. Yeah, he it says they're time. very good. Gives you idea generation mm -hmm. is one of the greatest things from it. So, what can we do that will help humanity? Healthcare. Education. It's a tutor in your pocket, like a really good tutor yeah. if it's done well. Right. Is is there any, if I if I have like a problem, mm -hmm. I have this red spot on my arm. Mm -hmm. Why am I getting a, this red spot? Mm -hmm. Is it a plant? Is it plant? Is it internal? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I can't find that. Right. Well, anywhere. eventually you'll take a picture and it will tell you. So you've been vocal about the ethics of social media mm -hmm. and privacy, very yeah. vocal about yes. all of that. Yes, absolutely. And, and how do we how do we control that? That's we have legislators that could have made a privacy yeah. bill 10 years ago. And they didn't. They got bought off by the tech industry. The tech industry has lots of, like one point, Amy Klobuchar had $110 million fighting. She was trying to get antitrust and a privacy bill. Gone. 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 Because they pressured a lot of senators in the midterms. Right. That should have passed last session. We don't have a national privacy bill. It's crazy. What do you do with your little kids in terms of technology? Are they you, just watch Frozen. My daughter watches Frozen on continual loop. <laughs> it was funny. I was texting with Bob Iger, and he goes, I go, I can't stand Frozen. I really, you have to stop. And he goes, Frozen 3 is coming soon. And I oh, was like, no. no. My grandchildren no. were not allowed to watch Frozen 1, 2, and now 3. Oh, really? Would, no, no way. No? My daughter, their first movie was Castaway. Oh, well, that's a good movie. It is. It's and a I'm fabulous movie. I'm sorry, I gave movie. in to Frozen. You gave in. There's something with Mo Moana and Frozen <laughs> are just 
Disney is an evil, evil company. I love Disney. Oh, we all do. We yeah. all love it. Yeah. But um, there's a CEO who's really standing up for his beliefs. Oh, Good I know. I'm so glad he came back. Yeah. I love, no, I love him. I am very I shouldn't glad say he came I love back. him, but I do. No, I think he's really no. an honorable CEO. He is. And, and cares about the future and cares about— yeah. Uh, entertainment that is that's healthy and, and good. And he stood up to DeSantis. What did you think about that open letter to Sam Altman and the other leaders? Well, there were two. The there was AI the first space. one. Yeah, what? The first one was a lot of people who are making it are worried about and thought there should be a stoppage. That's not going to happen. No. That's not happening. It's very funny to talk about, but it's not. There's, the future doesn't stop. Um, I And then the, the people like him signed another one saying the government needs to get involved. And I think that's probably the appropriate answer is the government needs to get involved. So we need, a, we need a commission within the government that's going With to industry, pay With industry, government, citizens that are talking yeah. about the implications and so we can all weigh in. Citizens are much smarter than you think about these things. They know what's happening and so what they need to be do is not talk down to. Um, they understand the implications. They need to understand the positives and the negatives and so they can make decisions. So what's the story about the cars? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I just rode in a bunch. Huh? Just, oh, different ones the way you, you, yeah, you did that, you did that Waymo and the Aurora. Aurora. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now those are driverless. Driverless. Okay. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I loved it. I yeah. thought I was surprised by it. I, I have been in every where did driverless you ride? car. Where did you, where did you ride? All around San Francisco. You did? Yeah. On the streets? On the this, streets. Okay. There's some glitches. It stops sometimes in intersection. It doesn't... It, it tends not to get in an accident. Humans tend to hit it. Um, but there, every now and then there's one or two accidents. Um, Tesla has many more of them. I think Waymo is really, I was so impressed. And what, some about, of the what about stuff. Rivian? That's, that's an electric truck. Yeah, did you, did you ride in I that? have ridden in it. It's yeah. a very good truck. Yeah. There's, there's, it's such it's an good exciting truck, too. You know, and that's Rumi. why Tesla's in trouble, because there's so many more competitors. Yes. Now, he's got the, the, he's way ahead on lots of things, but eventually, as in all things, people, people copied you. Sure. People copied me. Sure. That's what happens. And so, I loved the Waymo ride, I have to say, and I know it has some problems, but boy, has it improved since I first started riding it. To now, it's astonishing. And those high-speed trains and tunnels that are going to take you to Boston in 10 yeah, why minutes. why not? 10 minutes. Why are you wasting your time on Amtrak? Oh, right. Why? Why? It's a waste of time. If they can do it, they have the technology. Someone got mad at me for those pieces about uh, autonomous cars. I'm like, are you enjoying turning your butter still? <laughs> like, like, come on. Like, obviously, humans are the problems with cars. Yes. It's not the machines. It's humans. Right. I, so... See, I go back to the old movies like like uh, Blade Runner. Remember mm-hmm. Blade Runner? Yeah, that's a that's a dystopian view. That's of the so great. It's grim. Yeah, it's a grim very view. grim. But when mm-hmm. we had the fires from Canada, mm-hmm. New York looked like Blade Runner. It did. It did. And then the rain we, came, well, and the and the and it was yellow and I orange. Know. We're used to sky. that in California. So no, I, I bet you are. And, yeah. and oh, it was just horrifying. Yeah, if there's not big chunks you're putting in your mouth, then you're like, eh, yeah. whatever. Like, oh. You're like, not big chunks, I'm fine. But it was disturbing in every level. But, um, and then there's Convoy. Do you know Convoy too? The, yes. The, the truck, the driverless truck. Yeah. To do all the driving across Well, that's what Aurora is doing. Yeah, when Aurora's is that going to happen? It's happening. It's, oh. they're, they're moving from Dallas to uh, Houston. They're moving stuff at night. Yeah. Um, they're fantastic. That's another job. I know people are like, oh, it's going to kill jobs. There's not enough drivers in this country. We have a we have a deficit. We have a yeah, paucity. Of- and it shouldn't be done by people. I'm sorry to say that, but 18 hours a night with a person, give me a break. That shouldn't. That's not a job people should do if it could be done in a safer way for everybody. The last topic, because you're so sure. up to the minute on everything, is the headset. I'm going to see it tomorrow. Which one? The new Apple? The new Apple one. Oh, you are? Tomorrow morning. Oh, gosh. 9 a.m. I'm what, very excited. Who's showing it to you? Uh, probably uh, one, Jaws, maybe. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. How often is that? That's the yeah. $3,500 one? The 30, yes, Eight 35. Or 30, yeah, yeah whatever 35. it is. Are you going to get one, Martha? Well, I tried them at CES. I tried yeah. several of them. Mm -hmm. That one wasn't there. That's but, not there. This no. just got introduced. Yeah. But they're disorienting. I think Apple. I'm going with Apple. Uh, yeah. Doing it right. I, well, it looks it looks better. It looks yeah. more comfortable. I had one on that made me so dizzy. Yes, that's correct. There's and, still that issue with, with spatial. It's called it's called spatial computing. Yes. I call it a face computer essentially. Yeah. Um, but I'm really interested in where it goes for 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 meetings. Uh, for I remember surgery. Meta. Meta. Facebook had well, it early different. on. Remember that's that different. one? Though? This has both. This has AR and VR. Yes. Yes. Meta is just. VR. Original one was just right. VR. Yeah. Yes, that's fine. They're perfectly fine. I just think eventually we will have something on our face that will give us a ton of information Boy. and recognizing people. Um, I've been interested since Google Glass since early yeah. on. Directionally, it's absolutely correct. Executionally, it's been bad. I mean, I just found my Google Glass the other day. Oh, you know, I have one someplace. You do keep it, sell <laughs> yes, it, I sell it to. for a, you know, keep it as a as a collector's item. Sell it on eBay. Well, I'm sure they gave it to you, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, early on. Yeah. But uh, all of those things, it's just like, have you have you saved all your? I have all, them all. You do everything. Everything. Your, every Apple computer. I have every Apple computer. And that is so great. Do you have them on display? No, I just have them in boxes and stuff. Oh. I'll, I'll leave them to my kids. How they can sell them if they yeah. want to buy something. I don't care. But I have. You know the original, all the original stuff, and it's really interesting. Um, you have the orange the apple. Palm Pilot. Oh, oh, of course, Palm Pilot. Palm Pilot with a mirror on the back oh. for the ladies. <laughs> oh, that was something. That guy said that to me on stage. I don't oh. know if you remember that. Where he goes, the mirrors for the ladies. Yeah, I'm like, right. are you kidding me? Yeah, right. Sexist. Like, it's good for the men to look yeah, at their teeth. Yeah, I know because women are the most narcissistic people on the planet. Let's oh. decide. Well, we that. could go on hours and hours. And you and, and I are going to talk <clears> tomorrow. For my well, podcast. yeah, I'm going to be on Kara Swisher's podcast. Martha, 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 oh, and her dear. swimsuit oh, issue dear. and what okay. she's learned. Well, thank you. But uh, this is fascinating. Your your knowledge is uh, so extensive in the world thank of you. tech. You have it all there, and I really admire what you've done. Martha Stewart here. As a devoted pet parent and culinary expert, I ensure my cats and dogs are fed the finest nutrition. My premium pet food features air-dried protein inclusion, whole fruits and vegetables, and never any fillers. Martha Stewart pet food formulas make it so easy to satisfy the dietary needs and taste preferences of your pets. Now all six delicious formulas are 50% off. And there's convenient home delivery on Chewy.com. No more lugging heavy bags and your pets will thrive on the optimal nutrition and great taste. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.